you're listening to Common Ride with me, this is a weekly podcast between two separate shows. One is the yearly podcast where you get shows as they're coming out or at a similar pace over the course of a year. And one is a book club where we look at things in discrete chunks over the course of several months. This is the book club, episode 208, looking at one of our final Common Rider 5's post-series entries in uh, Superhero Tyson GP Common Rider 3. Hen- I feel like utter shit, but there's cause to celebrate because you know what? Shrek 5 has been announced. The SAG After Strike is over. Mountain Dew Gamer Fuel is coming back. And Steph, what are you happy about right now? I am so excited that, um, so I know it's a little bit late for when this uh, show's coming out, but the DLC for Cyberpunk 2077 finally released. I have been slowly making my way through it, and it's the most fun I've had video gaming for a while. It's so that so is good. what I'm excited about. Yes, thank you, thank you. I, I've I beat it when it came out. Uh, nice, like a week afterward. Yeah, it's it's great. I I uninstalled it last night actually, which is funny because I'm like <laughs> I think I'm done with it because I played a character from start to finish of the main story and the DLC. So I'm like, I, I'm, I'm punked out. <laughs> and that voice is um, our third chair, David. And David, what are you happy about right now? What are you feeling good about? Um, I had pizza this morning. That's good. Heck yeah, breakfast of champions. Yeah, leftover pizza. In fact, I might grab the last slice right now. Ooh, okay. What are your pizza toppings, White Kit, before you move on? Um, I mean, this, the stuff we had last night, Japan has fucking weird pizza. Like, I don't want to go too deep into this, but like... That's what I was hoping for when I asked. Yeah, well, it's not like crazy <laughs> weird. It was, it's, what did I order? It's like, um, <laughs> it's like a bacon and guacamole pizza. Yeah. Okay. And then the other, it was like a half and half. And the other one was like Korean style beef with gochujang sauce. Okay. Hell yeah. I, I'd be into like both sides of that pizza. Yeah. I, I was disappointed because I think it was Domino's. Maybe it was Domino's. I don't know if it was Pizza It was one of the Pizza Hut or Domino's was running a, a pizza that was just pickles. Ooh. And like an insane amount of pickles. What does that mean? <laughs> I'd be down for it. I've had pickle pizza. It's good. But what does just pickles sound? Very sus. No, no, no. Just pickles. It means there's no cheese, no crust, nothing. Just pickles. I mean, there is pickles. I'll, I'll here. Here's what it looks like. It's just pickles. Oh, holy crap! Actually, oh. that kind of looks like the one our local place makes. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd 100% grab a slice of that. But the, it's not made with mozzarella. It's made with camembert cheese because Japan loves camembert cheese for some fucking reason, like no other country except for France. You've mentioned this. That'd be interesting with pickles. Yeah. Okay. That actually doesn't look too bad. Um, yeah. Have you had like, there's like a Dutch kind of pizza that's like a curry and banana pizza. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
Good God, that sounds horrific. Ooh, weird. I don't know. I'm down for anything curry, though. It actually sounds like it might, like, flavor blast well or ever, like, mix blast. What do you recall it? But no. Um, so <laughs> we're here to talk about um, the pickle pizza of movies in uh, <laughs> Superhero Tyson GP Kamen Rider 3. Um, I keep messing that name up. I think I got it right that time, but I keep saying it, like, all different ways. But basically, the superheroes are having a war at a Grand Prix, and Carbrider 3 is a featured character. That's what that title means. Um, <laughs> I mean, that does happen. Yeah. Now, just to... Before we talk about, like, the plot of the movie, this movie takes place during the series. It features the cast of Carbrider Drive. It um, has crossovers with Carbrider Black, Carbrider Black RX, Carbrider Fies. Commander Blade, Commander Den O, Shuriken Sentai Nin Ninja, the currently airing Super Sentai. It's a confusing thing. <laughs> a lot happened. But just to give context for Commander Drive, Commander Drive is a 2014 to 2015 Commander series. Um, it is kind of just about what if there were a bunch of androids that could slow down time and there was a cop who felt bad that he was just like unable to act and wanted to um blame himself for his partner getting hurt then he became a common rider with a car he had a a like partner his partner had a brother who was also a common rider they're all in the special task force and there's also a goth frankenstein that we'll talk about later did i miss the goth frankenstein i don't <laughs> <laughs> There's a point where uh, this guy in like a skull and purple bicycle shows up for a second named Chaser. His head's like a like engine. Oh, okay. He's there for like two seconds. God, there's so much shit in this movie. Like, yeah, so much happens. Can I just get like ahead of it here and say like this was like incredibly fucking hard to follow, mostly because I'd never seen uh, Drive like at all. So like, yeah. One, my interest isn't there because I know none of these characters. So this is literally me just being like, well, that's that's a race car, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like this matters to Fies less than the previous movie, but it's important for the next part. It, it's all weird. Yeah. I don't see how because like to me, this was just like, huh? <laughs> like he shows up and it's like, OK, cool. But maybe I missed something. I wasn't paying attention. No, uh, it's just literally Cobb Rider 4, the like sequel to Cobb Rider 3. It's all about Cobb Rider 5s in a way that does not make any sense, really. But it makes sense when you watch it a little bit. Uh, but lore is weird to franchise sometimes. You're like, why are we watching the like Mace Window like animated series to learn more about Yoda? Oh, like, you know, like in the Mace Window series, the villain. It's all dumb, but that's lore. Um. But yeah, so um, Drive is a beloved Kamen Rider show. Basically, it doesn't really matter. The cast immediately gets transformed into Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, they're liking this a little bit too much. I Yeah. My, my whole first thought was, oh, wow, that's a really heavy, heavy-handed uh, analogy for, oh, that's not even, they're just straight up. Nope. No metaphor here whatsoever. They're just straight up saying these kids are Nazis now. 
<laughs> we, we we still got the costumes from that uh, that event that happened in the forties. They're just yeah. they're still there. We can just reuse they just them. Painted them different colors slightly and like threw the kids out and said, "Good luck." <laughs> we have like a whole army's worth. It's weird. Yeah. So like OG Common Rider Shocker, its logo is just the eagle from like the Nazi imagery. They're literally Nazis. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's not even a. It's not even a tongue in cheek thing. It's like, oh, they're yep. There's the Iron Cross, and they got the fucking <laughs> old style like Roman esque helmets and shit. Where it's like, okay, that's why like the original Common Rider is working with like Interpol and like the CIA because <laughs> it's like, oh, we got to fight these Nazi remnants. <laughs> I've and always... then they found out they were the Nazis all along. The um and like kids that are brainwashed to be Nazis and like wearing some eyeliner, a big part of old Showa Kamen Rider. I've I've always found it like extremely funny and like weird where like just in general in pop culture where Japan just like loves to pretend that they weren't allied with the Nazis because like after World <laughs> War Two it's just like the Nazis are the bad guys and it's like you what huh. Are you, like, how are you trying to get away with that? <laughs> you know, it's it's a thing across Asia, though, isn't it, too? Like, well, yeah, of course, across Asia, because the Nazis were the actual bad guys, but Japan was allied with them. So it's like it makes like less sense. No, yeah, it's it's not um a good thing, but. <laughs> It's it's because it's never it's always presented like it's it's weird because it's always presented as like the Nazis are the bad guys, but like Japan was right there next to them. It's like, oh, we would never do that. <laughs> Our heroes fight the Nazis, right? And it's like mm, go, mm, mm, mm. It's definitely one of those cases in media where it's like, let's have our cake and eat it too. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Yeah. In, like, Western media, there's a lot of, like, man, we love, like, cowboy imagery, and we love to see the cowboys, like, shooting these, like, oh, these people, and also, it's bad that they took this lamb. Isn't it cool that they got these six shooters? Not the same, but, you know. I mean, Mm -hmm. they do the exact same thing where they go, well, my friend Tonto here is Native American, and he says it's okay. Exactly, (laughs) it's very very much my black friend lets me say the end <laughs> I am not ready for the version of this in Kamen Rider where they're like both sides dig Shocker they're like hey Shocker has a lot of heritage and the, and the <laughs> talk was about state rights yeah and it's it's sad because we know it's going to happen eventually <laughs> like in a couple more seasons we're going to be talking about well guys we didn't think it would happen but here we are I mean uh there's like the adult versions of Kamen Rider, like Kamen Rider Black Sun, that do this kind of stuff. Uh, but it's just a weird man. Isn't it fun that everyone has cool uniforms? It's kind of where we're at, right? Yeah, yeah. That probably teases up perfectly, though, for um, this movie starts in a rainy junkyard. Green lightning hits and turns on a TV. And we see the ending of the original Kamen Rider show. As they fight a grand dragon of the KKK, <laughs> the original great leader of Shocker. Um, he is just a like red KKK hood dude. You know, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, that literally is what he is. Like, yeah. 
it's a bit on the nose, right? For reference, uh, the original first villain of Super Sentai was um, for the group called Black Cross. He was Black Cross Fuhrer. So, you know, Weird. everyone was doing it. <laughs> I mean, is that the is that the guy who? Oh no, I'm thinking of like where's the this one series that has like literal robot Hitler. Uh, are you thinking of like robot? Oh, uh, there's the starfish Hitler that we talked about a couple episodes ago. Uh, no, it's it's not. It's it's something else. Oh, huh. Like Astro Boy or something? No. Uh. Well, that okay. No, I'm thinking of Starfish Hitler. Yes. Okay. And like later on, like the Nazi imagery kind of comes out, and it's like, oh, actually, we're just fighting other fascists that make cyborgs. Um. But no, so I like how the movie starts with like the flashback to the like end of the first rider, but then it's like, and here's where things went wrong as the camera mm-hmm. goes from four three to sixteen nine, and yeah, um, Kamada three pulls up, and Kamada three, I like his design and I like his car. That's kind of where we get the logo for Kamen Rider with me right there. Common mm-hmm. Rider three looking a lot like those the Shin Common Rider suits, a mm-hmm. lot. Have you seen like Kamen Rider the first? Uh, no. That was like the 2007 reboot of um, original Kamen Rider, and they had suits that were like halfway between this too, and it was like that kind of thing too, where they just like look incredible. Um, weird movies where they're like chainsaw lizard, talk to the heads of Shocker <laughs> while your boobs are out in this dark room. <laughs> Okay, I know I have seen this suit. I have seen yeah. this suit in person, but uh, I didn't realize that was what it was from. Good suit. Yeah, good suits. Uh, it's hard not to make a cool, like, classic version of a suit, honestly. It's true. Yeah. But yeah, so Kamen Rider 3 kills Kamen Rider 1 and 2 and history changes, and then we see the drive cast <laughs> go from being quirky, like, CSI to special Nazi investigators. <laughs> But so a uh, collectible car from Drive goes to to the lead, like female lead like Kiriko and stops her from getting her memory changed. It's not really revealed why or how it does this. It just does. It's a magic car. Don't explain it too much. For reasons. Yeah. Reasons. Worth noting that like Comrade Drive's belt is also his seat belt is also the like AI, like it's like the like home of the mind of the guy who created the belts b- before he was killed. Mm-hmm. So he'll talk sometimes. Oh, is he like? Is he's a he's the dead wife trope, trapped in an item? Yeah, the the titular bionic arm. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, wife arming. Wife. I arm, forgot yeah. about wife arming. Uh, man, more things should be that dumb. But <laughs> my dead wife lives in my robotic arm. Do you know about wife arming stuff? I don't think I do. Oh. So the 80s Bionic Commando game, it, it, it got like a 2000s like gritty. I'm a dad dude with a beard like and dreadlocks game. Yeah. OK. I was trying to be gritty. So like the big twist in the like game was that like every Bionic piece had to be made from the body of somebody. Mm-hmm. And like the main character finds out that his wife is his arm. Oh God! Yeah, um, a lot of bad 
Also, you can't forget that his fucking name is Rad Spencer. Oh. His name is Rad. It must suck to be a porn star who gets an arm made out of your dead wife. That just sounds like so many trauma things happening at one time. I think we've mostly gotten away from that kind of storytelling, but that's one of those oh. things where people were like, hey, what the fuck? Game? <laughs> what are we yeah, doing video no. games? I get it. I'm doing that right now. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of hey, what the fucking. Yeah. But yeah, so like um, uh, the cast and drive is Nazis. They go out to hunt down some common riders um, and three kids join the Hitler Youth via go-karting. And the cover writer Black shows up and is like, stop taking these kids' happiness. And then a bunch <laughs> of like monsters show up. Then Drive shows up. And the, the kids are like, you're stealing our happiness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cover writer should go away. <laughs> the Nazis let us go-kart. I know. Kids are like, you're being the dick. You don't even realize it. My stepdad's not a common writer. <laughs> she must be toys um but yeah so um drive though sees that black um prevents the kids from getting hit by some blasts and was like oh is he a good guy are we the baddies with our dark skull outfits <laughs> what a twist yeah and like this is the first time the commander black has been in something in like 25 years at this point so it's like weird that that's like Super famous cover writer actors back for like two scenes in this movie to like, and he gets rocks thrown at him, right? And then cover writer three shows up and is like, Let's have a car battle, and then drive loses. And they go to the base, and um, that's when they're like talking with black, oh, like dead riders, and then they get attacked, and black seemingly dies. And then their captain gets like thrown out the window, and then like he falls right where they're driving, he's like. The copywriter could fix this. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this poster. I just have crumpled in my pocket for no reason. And then one of their coworkers becomes a like sh- a like super shit posting monster. He becomes Cheetah Snail. Oh yeah. It's just like a jumbo shrimp thing where it's like, oh yeah, like I have the speed of a cheetah and the like slows of a snail. <laughs> um Kirigo gets held hostage and then commit suicide by jumping off a building and then he's saved by three and three's whole motif is like black raven feathers and like i think like you mentioned his name is dark right yeah it's it's a little bit on the nose yeah you know um well <laughs> more on the nose than Carter 15 who's just a big skull guy they just want to know that like these guys are dark <laughs> I, I really like the aesthetic of 15, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no. Like, they. There's so many problems with these movies, and really none of them are ever with, like, the prop makers <laughs> or, like, the designers. No. No. But Come Rider 3 is. Kurai. Kurichio? No, his name is, uh. Kuroi Kyoichiro. Oh, hi. And he's handsome. And he takes off his sunglasses all dramatic. And he's like, I was awakened just after killing one and two. And then Shinosuke says, but they're dead. He's like, no, they're alive. Haven't you seen Shin Kamen Rider? They're inside of a neuro net. It's, like, <laughs> it's in Rider Town. Um, and then they like, start to go to Rider Town. When 
David's favorite writer shows up. Hell yeah, writer man. And V3 is there too. And like this whole like fight scene is just for Kevin Writer 3 to be like, you're a bitch. You're a bitch. I hate you. I'm stronger than you. I'm the only three there is. I love it though. Those are my favorite kind of battles. <laughs> and Rider Man's just kind of there. Yeah. Cut his arm. Hell yeah. Rider I don't know. Rider Man puts up a fight, man. He 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 whips people up. He gets kicked into a cement wall. What a guy. His arm might not have been his wife, but is his wife nowadays, yep. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just I I seriously wanted to to get like a loop of when when three kicks what's his face into the wall because he takes that bump hard but it's like good <laughs> yeah. enough good enough where you could like make it a looping gif where it's just him consistently like smashing into the wall. This you know what this movie has a lot of like actually pretty killer battle scenes in it though and that one's one of my favorites for sure but there were so many of them that I was like oh my god this like appeals to everything that like younger me wanted in these type of shows like yes show me all the battles <laughs> there's this point where like um Comrade Zeranos does a like sit out like through the crotch like backdrop onto somebody and just drops this guy in a costume onto his back from like standing and it's like shit dude <laughs> that's on concrete mm-hmm. uh, but no um, they mess him up yeah they do uh, but then more writers show up Amazon Stronger X and then Mock appears and he's like hey guys um, Mock's whole thing is that he shows up and he has a motorcycle and not a car and drive and he's like hey I think that my sister should date you, so I'm going to call you Nissan. Uh, and here he shows up and they all leave. And, and then we see that Sakurai Yuto saw everything. And the boy is back. Is the return of a like friend from Comrade Deno. And <laughs> is it the same actor? Yes. Okay, I wonder because I'm like, I, he looks different. What happened to him? Yeah, yeah, I had the same thought. I I couldn't quite. I I I was like, is it? I didn't realize it was the same guy. This is like eight years later. I mean, that's fair. He 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 might have had a tough eight years. Yeah. Well, he did retire from acting due to health issues for like five of those years, so mm. he just might be like a harsher twenty-seven than he was a nineteen. You know. That's fair. That's fair. And the riders enjoy a fire and decide to team up. And then um, they're attacked by Jay, who's this like big giant commander of the forest. And then Riders Drive is about to be killed. He's saved by Zero Nose. That's when Yuto's like, in my history, there's no Commander 3. He never should have existed, but he killed one and two. That changed the course of history. And then like we get the weird Commander Blade tribute crossover. Yeah. None of this matters or is thematically linked to what I think about the characters or struggles of Kamen Rider Blade, I'm going to say. Yeah, it's we He's just kind of like in a fucking basement somewhere. So, like, the secondary rider in Kamen Rider Blade is, like, Kamen Rider Garrett, Tachibana. He's, like, uh, like, diamond suits. He has a gun. He's a beloved character for the memes, uh, because he's, like, a weirdo. Um, but 
like he's just like actor that they like at Toei. So he was like back as like another character in Commander Fours. I'm just not sure why he's here, but like probably like let's have him. We like don't want to not have a lot of wild crossovers that make no sense. This movie, yeah, might as well. I mean, go for it. Um, yeah, and three calls out like Yuto, and all of them go and attack the base to save Blade, but, but Blade's brainwashed and they're fighting all the riders. And then, like, there's this moment where, like, Yuto is about to decapitate Tachibata, and then he's stopped by three. Um, and then they're shot up by Takumi, who's like, hey. And it's kind of just, like, stuff happened. It really doesn't make a lot, like, as a big fan of Commander Blade, it's one of, like, my favorite Commander shows. Nothing really, yeah. It feels like they they kind of just like put people in because they could get the actor. Yeah, they were looking for star power more than like a continuous story. There's so many cool things you could do with Blade, but Blade's also like a complicated series where it ends, so whatever. But um, and there's no reason why Takabe's here either. Nope. Other than they need someone to fight Kabuto. Yeah. He becomes very related to the spot of this movie in the sequel cover writer four, which is, you know, but we're not there yet. Uh, for right now, it is weird. Um, before we get back to the action, we have to see the drive supporting cast dressed as very offensive Rastafarians. Yep. And it's a like comedy bit, I guess. Um, and yeah, I don't remember these characters' names. I'm sure in the show itself, they were fine. Here, they're just here to be in funny costumes haha um then the like three riders go to the tunnel to rider town and then they have tunnel to rider town <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's basically what happens you're not wrong it is true it's just like oh it's a tunnel to rider town <laughs> <laughs> it's a straight shot to rider town baby it looks like their cars could have fit honestly and their bikes especially yeah <laughs> they're just like ah we found an underpass i guess we can film here yeah um and they're attacked by takumi and then like when takumi goes super speed so just go and then eventually they goes like why aren't you trying and takumi is like i'm done come on three is a shocker rider and mock is like surprised as hell he's like surprised pikachu like, what do you mean the guy who killed the original Kamen rider is a bad guy that's so weird how could we have ever known? And then, like, three and zero dose are fighting, and then, like, a bunch of the like, riders show up. Like, oh, it's Decade, it's Hibiki, it's randomly Agito's there in his, like, one of his weird forms. Um, and then, like, he's like, it's nice fighting side by side with you, Yuto. And then he punches him and says, Don't let my death be in vain. Go to Rider Town. <laughs> You're almost there. And then Yuto gets to Rider Town, and there's crows circling him, cawing. Where are all the riders? And then he like hears the disembodied voice of Carmider One. And he goes to a house and meets the butler, um, who is Tachibana Toby. Um, he's like a recurring character in the first like ten Carmider shows. Like he's like the like through line in those shows. He's like a mentor to them. He's just a butler here. I don't know. And they go through this bookcase passage, and they find the neural database. But it's actually the great leader. It's Shocker Town. It was a tunnel to Shocker Town, guys. Oh no! We took the detour. Not again. 
I had such an issue with this whole part of the movie because I feel like Yoto's character was always so suspicious that I I don't know. I just have a hard time buying that he would have just walked into all of this hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, and like, what reason do you have to like care about like trusting Kevin Rider three? Like KK Drifter, exactly. Like, yeah, is super sus. But then he's surrounded by monsters. And then that's when Sh- Shinosuke shows up. Uh, but he's like, I challenge you to a race. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that sounds great. This is a great idea, actually. This this feels like it's straight up like ripped out of like <laughs> fucking Yu-Gi-Oh or something where it's like, we right. can't settle our differences with fists. So let's race and play cards. Like it just it's yeah, fucking goofy. I think that's like the whole premise of Mario Kart, isn't it? Just like you have the same set of characters that don't know how else to settle their differences, so they like throw shells at each other in a you know drive around the track race. Pretty sure it's the same concept. That bullet may pierce my heart, but it won't pierce the heart of the cards. Exactly. It's just like he appeals to the pride of the great leader. I don't know if there's like a big like F one thing going on this year because sometimes like I've noticed as like a Toku fan, sometimes it's like. Hey, it's the World Cup this year. That means Super Sentai's or like I'm right is gonna have like a soccer like special. Well, I mean, Japan is is one of the countries that has an F1 track, right? Maybe there's like a major race there that year, like the finals or something. It's possible. Somehow, some way, they managed to rent out a racetrack for the Rider GP. Well, and they're all looking for that. All they're looking for that ad revenue, right? So anything that they can do that. Can- possibly be any kind of tie-in they're going to be on top of and the Comrader gp what is it what's the vibe of Comrader gp stuff what's going on there what's the crew look like once again mario kart have you ever played mario kart because that's what this entire thing reminded me of and i'm not saying that as a negative by any means because i fucking loved the racing scenes with fire in the background i loved being able to like have this idea of you're trying to run or drive for your life while somebody's throwing fucking firebolts at you. It was amazing. So I was here for that whole aesthetic. I love that every writer gets their own like stat sheet. Yes. <laughs> Narrated by the like head villain. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. It made it feel like it was actually meant to be a part of the movie instead of just like something they did as a throwaway couple of scenes to try and tie some shit together. All the shocker like combat men are like in like track shoots and they're like helping the bikes out and there's like race girls there yep. and like they're not yeah. the little dresses. It was such a fun environment. I, I think that's probably my favorite part of this whole movie was just this whole set of scenes where it looked like it would have just been fun to hang out on that scene. What are they called? Like flag girls? Like what's the term? But um, race queens. I like it. I'm here for it. Yeah. No, that's actually what they're called. Oh, nice. I thought you were just being clever. That's even better than it's real. <laughs> they're all from the Common Rider Idol band, Common Rider Girls. Oh, there you go. Blade Girl and Kiva Girl are there. I don't know. Just like they like to sing versions of of the Kamen Rider songs like while wearing the belts and being like haha also I I find it canonically funny like they give like all the 
on the stat sheet, I was just watching it again. On the stat sheet, they give all the writers like their own um like their stats of like punching and kicking power. Where like Common Rider three outclasses everyone by a country fucking mile. Mm-hmm. He's like Beautiful. He's like kicking power is twenty four tons. I think the next closest person is like ten. That means he could kick a fucking tank out of his way and not think twice no. about it. Spoot it. That makes sense. He he would kick a tank like I kick like rocks out of my garden. Like that would be nothing. That's insane to think about. And some reason they broadcast this whole race to the world to be like, look at Shocker's superiority. We're gonna win this race. Well, if you were playing the world's biggest game of Mario Kart, wouldn't you broadcast it? I mean, yeah. And like when the race starts, immediately they're shooting and throwing missiles at like drive. And he's like, oh, no. Blue shells. Yeah. See, we also can't forget that they crucified the other two people. Always got to be a crucifixion. Yes. Yes. (laughs) My girlfriend walked by and was like, man, they love to crucify people here. I was like, oh, it's a throwback. But yeah. And then she made the like, good point. Aren't all crucifixions a throwback? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's true. true. You're not wrong. <laughs> but just like they're like hanging out like because being crucified means that you can just like comment on things in the story and be like, oh, whoa, look at that drift. I mean, yeah, but um, so now drive needs to drive from the back. He fights like wizard and wizards like I'm going to use my big hand. And then he like dodges. Come rider wizards fucking weird. Yeah, I would love to go back and watch that show too. That show is so uneven that it would be fun. I think. I heard the end like it. It gets. It just gets better. Like it starts off kind of whatever, but it gets better. I'm sure, honestly. Then Chaser comes in. He's like the goth boy Frankenstein. He's important in the show. He's here for two seconds. Um, and he's like attacking Drive, and he's like, "I hate covered riders." And then Commander Black is like, I didn't die. I've actually transformed <laughs> Commander Black RX, like in my show. And he uses his car and takes out Chaser. Why not? What happens next with uh, Commander Kabuto, everyone? So, hang on. This is after uh, Black RX shows up and saves his ass. Kabuto just decides, yo, fuck bikes. And he just like is, eh, I'm just going to run really fast. I don't need a bike. I'm, I can run faster than you can see. <laughs> and of course, Fi shows up because they need someone to be able to fight a guy who can move super fast. So Fi shows up and goes Excel mode and fights him. I might as well fight for a bunch of kids. As he says, yeah, I might as well fight for a bunch of kids. And then what does Mock do, Steph, here? He hits him with that banana peel. <laughs> I was about to say, is this the scene where it, he tries to throw off the whole uh, vibe of what's happening? He has a like shift car is like his collectible and he has one that just is stop. So he uses it to stop the other bikes and was like, OK, <laughs> go on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He like kills the whole vibe, but then he just keeps driving off as he's doing it and just looks perfectly content with himself. And it's so funny if you transpose it against like the scene in the background where the cars are like doing this really super Mach 3 kind of bumper car thing in the background. And you've just got these bikes that are completely stopped. It was just a hilarious set of events that just Mm -hmm. happened back to back to back with each other. And then we get back like to the race for first 
and three bums <laughs> drive again and they talk for like 15 minutes on this track about like strength and winning and actually you feel bad for killing one and two and like I don't mind losing because I get stronger and then like three missiles some other riders and the kids are like those are his friends but then like that's when drive is in his formula form and he has like jet boosts on his car and he wins the race and he's like oh that's a real common rider um and like while he's going in to win the race like this kid is like you could do it common rider and a bunch of like shocker officers are gonna like let's kill this kid yeah it, that was such a good scene though because that the officer that's like immediately moving toward the kid they're like for almost a second you can see that he looks like he wants to hesitate but then almost ha- kind of like has this moment of you know I'm an officer I have to do this but to like at the very last minute see the crowd jump in the middle of it and be like okay we'll yeah. put up with anything except for you trying to push a tiny child around and they jump him <laughs> oh yeah like in from every angle and then it's not only him but like you see in the corner like all of his friends who start to take a step toward him, like, there's people coming from all directions to be like, uh, absolutely not today. And then we get, like, the, like, very end of the race, where, like, Shinosuke is like, yeah, and that's why, like, I wanted to help you, by making you lose, you could grow stronger. And and it's never late to start again, because you, like, can still be something besides the best. You can be a hero or whatever. I... I do find it funny that everyone is is cheering like go common rider. It's like the all of them are common which one? <laughs> the idea of it. <laughs> the, idea, the concept of common rider. Non-evil one, I guess. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the IP. <laughs> uh, the NFT common rider is the one I'm cheering for right now. I don't doubt there were like some like weird common writer NFTs. I don't know. Um, I'd buy one. Don't. No, I'm gonna actually for anybody who's about to message me on any form of social media right now. That was a joke. Please don't try to sell me NFTs. I will report you so fucking fast. Like you have no idea. <laughs> Please, I showed you my NFT response. <laughs> Please, senpai. Please. Um, and that's when the great leader is like, ha 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 ha, you are still our greatest writer, and takes the essence of Comrade 3 and says, I'm the timeline altering machine. He was a big mecha. And there's a cool, like, old school, like, soil moving as, like, fissures open, like, shot uh, to show he's getting big, but he's just a big dude. We're like, oh man, hopefully, we'll get some help later. Um, and he's like, I'm gonna delete all Comrades from history. And then drives fighting the brainwashed writers, and the kids decide to help. And then who shows up to help our crucified friends? Wait, who? No, uh, fucking what's his face? Um, uh, God, why can't I remember his name? Makes candy. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Yes, good. I know. I can't. Why can't I remember his name? <laughs> Deneb. That's what his name is. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is his name? I I definitely couldn't remember his name, so I was really hoping David had that one. I know I know that I was super stoked to see him though. I was like, can't remember who that is, but I remember him being one of my favorite characters. So yay. And like he's getting yelled at by Yudo. He's like, but Yudo, you told me to wait until like the like perfect moment. (laughs) 
I mean, to be fair, it was the perfect moment to not have to worry about anything else. Yeah, and like then they're fighting, but the brainwashed riders show up, and the, and this is where the wild power bomb gets done to like fours, where it's like you drop that guy on his head. Um, but then like Kamen Rider one and two like jump out of the rider machine and unbrainwash the riders, and then they're like all fighting the monster armies, and they're like, we're calling on the power of the gale to resurrect, and then Rider Man is like, what have we been doing? <laughs> Fair question, to be honest. And Jay tries to fight the history machine, but he gets erased from existence by the history gun. Mm. Um, and multiple riders get erased. And that's when Free jumps out and says, I'm not going to let this happen anymore. And he jumps out. And the beam stops working. And then they're like, we have to, to defeat great leader. But they're like, oh, but you might get erased too. He's like, that's okay. That's what a common rider would do. Mm-hmm. And then he poses with one and two as Let's go rider kick goes with everything and they like start to fight together. And I like that they just throw like, let's have a big fight in a quarry and let's have let's go rider kick fly. Those are two of our best traits yep. as a franchise. <laughs> I mean, let, let's be real, that it's so good that that song is great. Yeah. Um and then who wants to talk about our Super Sentai friends that appear? This is always so weird. So this is like the second movie that we've watched where this just fucking yes. happens. And it's like, okay, just like a group of plucky teenagers run up and they're like, we're ninjas now. And they got like fucking spirit Halloween ninja costumes on. <laughs> and they're ninjas that are flashy. Yep. They're not hidden. They're very specific about that. Yes. That they're not hidden. They are the nin ninjas, which is one of those words that I do not like to say. No, uh, when I saw it come across the screen, I was like, absolutely fucking not. I don't know what that said, but no. What's up, my ninja? Yeah. (laughs) No. That's what it looks like it would say. And I was like, I'm sorry. Uh, No, not today. Do either you remember in like 2007, like 2009, there were a bunch of like Asian YouTubers that were trying to like start like having Asians be like, call each other my ninja and then they just kind of got shouted down i don't but i'm sure it happened <laughs> i i don't either but i do remember having a couple of friends that said that there for a while so i'm not surprised that it came from youtube i just probably wasn't as aware of like anything video or like social media related at the time yeah and so like they show up and they make their mech and their mech is like they make a throne for the Red Rangers mech. Um, and then there's this like old guy that's like Mamma Mia. And he talks to Kamen Rider Driver. He's like, you should throw your car at them to help them be stronger. And we get another team up mech. Um, I was about to say, and then he just does it. He just hops in there and like, uh, on the advice of no one he knows or cares about, he's just like, yeah, sure. But there's absolutely no way this... Yeah, there's absolutely no way yeah. this could be like a virus that completely infects my entire system or anything. Nope, let me just go jump into a car with these irresponsible teenagers. Sounds like a great idea. Hang on. And they fight and they like beat the machine. Against all odds, though. Against all odds, you know? It would be so funny if one of these times they're like, oh man, the Kamen Rider and the Super Sentai crossed over in this big mech and it got his ass kicked. That would be very funny. <laughs> And that's what happens when you trust teenagers. You get your ass kicked. Who is the old dude um, that is like 
chilling on the tatami because he looks extremely similar. Uh, like, not similar, familiar. He's their mentor. I don't know what his name is. I mean, I'm sure I could find him. I'm just on the wiki. I'm just going through here right now. I searched up Ninja and it gave me that there's a a town in Minnesota called Ninja, which I don't love. The most famous resident of Ninja was the author Ignatius Donnelly, who is sometimes called the Sage of Ninja, and that's what their dudes called too. I think um, his name is. Takashi Sasano. And he looks very familiar, and I don't know why. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Um, has he been in anything I would know? Why why do I know him? He like maybe he just has that like generic Japanese old man face, but uh <laughs> I'm looking now at him. He is the professor. In he's in B Fighter. Never seen him. The show that um Beetleborg is based off of. Hmm. In the J drama wiki, he's just in Toku stuff and like two other things. Sounds like he might just have that generic face. Though. Weird. Yeah, maybe. Or he looks like another more famous actor. In Bright Future 2003, before Revanish 2017 and 2011's Cut. He might just be a dude. Yeah. Sometimes just a dude. I'm a dude. She's a dude. He's a dude. We're all dudes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes I'm a dude. He's actually been in like nine movies in 2023. Yeah, he was in uh, recently in uh, like What to Do After Kaiju. Oh, that. Okay. I don't know what that is, but it sounds interesting as fuck. It's, It's basically about like Kaiju cleanup crew. Like what? What do you do after armies blown up and left the corpse of a kaiju in the countryside? The amount of times I've said that it would be hilarious to like do a Marvel movie from the point of view of like the person that has to do their insurance is fucking on point. So yeah, I I think I would enjoy the hell out of that show. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, um, what is happening? Commander Mock um gets treated like. Have you all seen that picture of that like really tiny blonde girl on the couch with a bunch of dudes behind her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like that where like just like five monsters blast him with goo and fire. <laughs> and he dies. And they're yeah. sad. Um he's a main character in Comrade Drive. He is not dead for a single episode. So that's kind of our hook going into Comrade 4. Um Oh, okay. But um, the rest of the riders defeat the monsters, and this happens as like the big like mech is destroyed, and the timeline changes. Everyone's like, "We won't forget you, Kamen Rider Three. Timeline is restored." Um, there's this moment where like, as Fize is doing his kick, like the two people he's fighting jump, so he gets two for one, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that was cool, <laughs> idiots." Oh yeah. And then uh, we cut back and we see in 1973, nothing happens in that junkyard. Kamen Rider ends normally. And mm. then the special police aren't Nazis. And then we see that the kids are actually not in go-karts for fascists, but for fun. And that's when like Kiriko and Shinosuke are like, this is great. And then that's when Yudo shows up and it's like, look, he's an F1 
Trevor now. And Shinosuke has this like great line because like if this guy was Kamen Rider three in in nineteen seventy three, he's like, how old is this guy? <laughs> it was really good, yeah. And they race off as their morning go, and um, Yuto and Taneb have a like cute moment though where they're like, "What's for dinner?" He's like, "Better not be shiitake mushrooms." He's like, "Ah, you." <laughs> And like the credits play, and it's Who's That Guy, which is a song sung by Comrade 3 about who is that guy. And like the credits have like black and white, they kind of look like manga pages, but they also kind of look like coloring book pages. Mm-hmm. Um, including one where they show Takumi killing Kiba, which is weird. Um, and then there's a post credit teaser for Comrade 4 where they're like, Comrade Mock is dead, ha ha ha. And yeah, that's a confusing ass movie. It's it's always so weird. Like these movies always have to kind of like return to status quo, so it always feels like the movie's kind of pointless. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't think that's part of the, the, the movie's fault. I think that's just like because it's coming out during like a, a currently running series, so like you can't have something in the movie affect the plot of the show due to filming and also like the way you've written it. So it always just feels like, Oh, we saved the day, but it really didn't matter. Cause nothing changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like here was where like they were trying to expand, like each, each series was already having its movie. Each series was also having a crossover with the previous series. And then they were like, let's also add a extra crossover with just the broader franchise. Mm. It's just a lot to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, the plots really don't make any sense because they can't really meaningfully, like, change the... They can't really meaningfully change, like, the shows that have ended. Right. They can't be like, and also, this beloved character died right. in this movie you might have seen. Yeah, and unfortunately, like, half of those are shows that have either already ended or, like right about to so there's not really any wrench you can throw into it yeah no like i think that the last movie we watched comrider at least had some character bits that were like interesting this one doesn't exactly have that i don't think no they kind of stopped these movies and there's like let's just have like two movies a year instead of three um which is good i think uh because they are just kind of like this. So why do we watch this? That's a, that's a good question, everyone. Um, because, you know, this, this does not seem super related to Fies. As I've said, um, Kamen Rider 4 is basically a sequel to Kamen Rider Fies and decides to give you major character motivation for what happened directly in the aftermath of the show. It's kind of perplexing but it's one of my favorite Kamen Rider things ever mm-hmm. just because of like a couple of moments it still has a lot of like weird and also there's a bunch of dark writers here and they're like whatever but basically they have to stop Kamen Rider 4 and hijinks ensue as as they are wont to do but yeah um we are nearing the end though on this Kamen Rider 5's experiment though just a check in how are you guys feeling about uh what happens with Kamen Rider Fies? He shows up a lot. <laughs> I mean, later on, 
to me, nothing we've watched other than uh, the last one, which had some a little bit of it. It was like weirdly non canonically canonical. Um, yeah, but like other than outside of that, it's like Feist just kind of like shows up to be a cool guy, and that's it. Which is fine because that's yeah. like what all the other ones are doing. But I, it makes me it makes me wonder because. They have that new movie coming out. Obviously, it's not going to address any of the shit that happens in the crossovers because they're non-canon and it doesn't really matter. Um, it's hard to know. There might be something addressing the next thing we watch. Is it? Is it like that? Po- not poignant, but like, is it? Is it actually that like involved? Is it that involved with 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 Fies? Like, like he has some kind of actual, yeah, like a lot. Yeah. Weird. Okay. It's oh, it's weird. Um, and like the only other thing, which um, we'll talk about it if we want to like cover it next time, because like we might be kind of just like done for the moment. But um, there is like Comrade's Do, which does like the Comrade Decade thing, but it has the Fies cast back, just in a weird alt universe stuff. But um, no um. Yeah, next time is going to be weird. Um, there are definitely moments where I could see us. I'm going to pop for some stuff. I know a lot of people cry during this like, miniseries. Um, it also has like a lot of like, th- this movie's weirdness. That's all I'll say, really. Okay. Huh. And I'm trying to see if I can find us a um, Paradise Regained trailer. I don't think they ever released one yet, have they? They did like a week or two ago. Oh, okay. So this is more recent than that. Like to me, that's so weird. Cause like who, I mean, I was going to say, who's it for? It's for us. But <laughs> like, other than that, <laughs> it's like who, cause like young kids aren't going to be going back to watch Fies. So like if there's like a Fies movie coming out, it's for like 30 year old people, right? Yeah. No. Um, well, like I come out of franchise is so weird. Like, cause it's like, this is basically like the like not to set it up for failure, but this is like the Boba Fett show. It's like, oh, here's this character you like. Uh, I see. We're just wheeling them out. Yeah. There's like enough of an overall fan base that they can make a movie and expect it to do well, like just based off of that audience, you know? Let's try and get as many of these people to the door as we can. Mm-hmm. Um I found a Twitter trailer that's subbed for uh, Paradise Regained. I don't know what to think about this uh, whole she's not, but um, <clears throat> got the stream ready to start. When you're at zero, let me know and I'll do three, two, yep. one, go. I'm good. And yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Okay, uh, there we go. Or is that the power of God or devil? Oh man, Kaido's back? Alright. I'm in. Saw Kaido. <laughs> I, 
Man, Takumi looking old. Hey, 39 and 19 mm -hmm. are different ages by a lot. <laughs> I can't believe that uh, Kuska is still a fucking creep. <laughs> All this time later, and that motherfucker still doesn't in, have a In life. all timelines, he is creep. <laughs> Fucking, he looks like he's 55 years old at this point, and he's still chasing around a woman who wants nothing to do with his creepy ass. There's a lot in that trailer. There's also nothing in that trailer. It's just like, oh, like, is Fi is a devil or a god? I was so stoked to hear the song playing again, though. I was just like, hell yeah. Uh, we see Kaido in there. Uh, we see a bunch of young kids. And some of them are, oh, like he's dressed like Katero. Oh, she's dressed like Smart Lady. Um, we see a like, female writer who says the line of, I just want to I'm glad to have fought like alongside you, which as anyone who has ever seen any kind of anime, any kind of toku, probably means she's gonna die while simultaneously being a like major hero object of desire and innocence yeah. you know you yeah. know tropes <laughs> i don't really know what this movie's about i think it's just there's orthodox there's common writers a random guy is delta once again you know wait it's not yeah. nihara <laughs> that, that was a, that was a way younger dude and somebody else i don't know who it was <laughs> nihara got promoted so he has to go to work Oh no. <laughs> I'm very like I love the fact that like we see Mari and like Kusika and they're like playing into their like weird fandom drama stuff where like she's like, mm. oh help us. It's like, oh like if you don't love me, you don't like deserve to be alive. That's fun. Um so yeah. We actually know nothing more. <laughs> uh just that there's mother suits, I guess. That's all we know. Some people are yeah, here. Yeah, some kind of blue suit that's not Delta or Kaiser Fies. What's what do you think the name's? Her name be? is Comrade. Oh, they already know. Um, her name is Comrade Muse. Muse. Oh, nice. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. I hope we see the suits from the movie, like Orga and like Saiga, because they were cool as hell. Um, I mean, those suits got to be somewhere, right? They use them every like couple of years. They're like bring them out and they're like hey hey here's the thing <laughs> just roll roll them out exactly just rolling 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 like that yeah yeah so as we go to the end though is everyone's top three favorite characters oh, from why, why you gotta ask this superhero <laughs> wars three. gp cover writer oh, three man you know that's a good question who had the best arc in this movie who did the most drama who did the most face squeeze with their cheeks and eyes? You know, acting. Um, man. That's a lot. You know, for me, it's gotta be my boy Ryder Man. Yeah, Ryder Man. No, um, I think I personally I just But Ryder Man. <laughs> I saw drugs right. in the community. I I like um <laughs> I just like the design a lot of uh common writer three v not not v3 three i just like the design of that suit i think it's great <laughs> not necessarily that he's my favorite character but man i just that suit's pretty cool no it's fair so he is your number three character because he's got a cool yes, outfit sure fair enough 
Uh, what's your number two character, David? Oh, God. Um, it's so... Like, it's hard to pick because there's just like 50 million characters, but none of them really actually do anything. Like, all too much. Here is the uh, V3 suit from Come Rider the Next 2009's Come Rider reboot. It's also a pretty cool suit. I like that suit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it's it's too hard for me to pick. There's like no real characters. It's just like things happen because they need to, and guys are here. Yeah. Like, I like the arc of Comrider X and like Takumi in the last movie. You know, this one doesn't really have that. Yeah, it. There's not it. They don't spend enough time on each character to really do anything with them and because i don't know like drive it's hard for me to be like oh yeah well this character you know like the drive characters you know whatever their overarching storyline it's like i don't know i don't know these characters so it's very hard for me to make any kind of a call the story of comrade drive is basically man we all think frankenstein is hot right true (laughs) let's drive cars Anyway, um, what are your thoughts of the characters, Steph? Are there any that you like here? Or like, are you like more like David? Like, there's not really any character stuff here. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, number three favorite is uh, fifteen. Like I said, I just I really like his whole skull man aesthetic. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. My second favorite one is uh, uh is it Go or Gal? The Go. Uh, yeah. I, his finishing move is probably one of my favorite finishing moves that I've ever seen. Um, man, so that makes it tough. Number one, uh, I think Drive. Just I, I haven't seen anything to do with Drive before, so getting to see him like in his natural element, racing around the speed track, kind of like using his strengths to the advantage when he was going up against uh, his his challengers there was really cool because I haven't gotten to watch a show like that before. So it was a lot of fun for me. No. Yeah. Um, it's hard to really know, um, how to talk about these characters. I like drives arc. I like like Kiriko's arc. Um, like Kiriko is like one of the better side characters. That's not a writer in common writer. Um, Mm -hmm. she gets a little bit here, which like matches her whole character, but it's also just like, so much of that is like me reading for finishing the show. Um, and then, um, trying to think, um, I guess I like the arc of like three. He's fine. As far as a one movie, I killed people. So I wanted to keep killing people. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't feel hollow inside. Isn't really a great motivation, but, um, actually number one is Deneb because he just keeps getting like, (laughs) he, he keeps being in the clutch. He keeps getting shat on. I love Deneb, yeah. He keeps trying to make a healthy meal with mushrooms in it. Um, really quick, um, favorite Toku are fight scenes, effects, suits. This might be easy because we mentioned like Camera 3 and stuff, but. Yeah, I already said mine was a uh, Gal's finisher. Like that uh, rainbow spinny whole huge effect that he has when he finishes someone off is my favorite thing that I've ever seen. Um,. My favorite toku, and this is not a joke, this is 100% actually serious, is actually the bump that Rider Man takes on that fucking cement wall. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yes. he hits that wall good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So good. The high point of these movies, I think, is that they take the old suits and make some new ones, but they also just like keep them clean. They have them in HD. They do good action in them. And like, 
sometimes the story's not there, but it's cool that we, like we get to see like a suit from 1974 in HD, like perfectly kept up, you know? Yeah, it's it's very clear that like those suits are maintained because and that they're like the actual original suits because some of them still look kind of wonky. Like the measurements they made on some of them like aren't a hundred percent like perfectly accurate molded helmets or whatever. So like maybe one side's a little bit lower than the other, and it's like, okay, that's cool. I love the car that Comrade 3 has. It's perfect. It's just like oh, yeah. looks it's really gorgeous. cool. That like cream yeah. color, the red. It's literally just the bike, like you just put the bike side by side and then you're like, now it's car. Yep. Now it's car. What's everyone's favorite outfits we saw on the human people? Mm. It's hard because most of them are just dressed like Nazis. Uh, my favorite's the Nazis. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> soundboard, 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 everyone. Nobody isolate mm. that statement. Uh, no, I, God, like, hmm. There's, okay, uh, it's not, like, on the human character, but it is, like, a, a monster suit that I think is cool. At the end, in the big end yeah. quarry fight, I think it's a monster probably from, like, one of the original Kamen Riders or whatever. I'm not 100% sure because I've never seen it and I don't know where it's from. But there's, like, this white fencing monster. And he looks mm-hmm. cool as shit. And I don't know what he's from, but he's pretty awesome looking. I don't know what he's from, but I think, like, Doing these crossover movies, they went back and they like remade a bunch of the like villain mm. suits from those shows, and it's so cool. It's like, oh, here's the 2012 remake of this like villain. It looks dope as shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Steph? For me, I guess it's not one costume so much as just the overall look of the uh, the citizens of this new world. Instead of all of them being in these like. Uh, those Nazi uniforms, they distinguish them with those like skeleton skin suits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was a really cool way to l- make this very like uh, clear distinction between people who are like fans of the regime and people that are actively working for it and <clears throat> excuse me, differentiate them, you know, mm-hmm. of course, against the writers. So I thought that was a really cool way to do it. Plus the fact that they like responded to everything by kind of like grunting and throwing their hands in the air and stuff like that. I thought it was a really cool way to represent the like human population. No, oh, yeah. Um, I also like that the shocker combat man, like just some of them were also wearing like NASCAR style, like tracksuits over it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like hats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, I'm very excited for next time, but um, for now, where can people find you, Steph, when you're uh, not talking about Common Rider? You can find me on www.arcademilitia.com. You can find me at Nobody Much on Instagram and threads. And I actually just very recently joined Blue Sky because I got oh, an invitation damn. to it. Um, I don't exactly check into it much because I. I feel like I'm missing something. I don't understand, like, what to do with it. But you can definitely find me there under a neon clear candy at blue sky dot whatever that address is. I'm going to get on blue sky soon. That seems like the place overall. Oh, yeah. The, the cool kids who don't know what's happening go. Yeah, exactly. And David, what about you when you're not talking about Kamen Rider? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Zyrel and obviously on the Tokyo Fresh podcast. 
Yeah, you can find uh, me on Twitter at James Ford, John Copos at James D. Um, the podcast at Come and Ride with me on Twitter and at Come and Ride on co-host. You can go to come uh for episodes and articles. Starting soon, uh, there might be a like guest letter series on shows like Pretty Guardian, Sailor Moon, but uh, we'll talk about that one when it comes up. There is a slash episodes linked to different platforms. Um, we're still catching up, but hopefully by the time of the next episode, we should have the full kind of like a sick month of episodes back up to normal. But um, there is slash merch linked to our merch store with all proceeds going to the um, Trevor Project. We should try to make shoes. Yeah. Some mommy is shoes, shoes for people. I mean, you saw my design of those Kaiser shoes. Yeah, no, we like <laughs> share that link. Maybe be like, hey, if you want to go to like Reebok or whatever, like Nike, and just put in this like code, you'll get, you know. Yeah. Here's my commander, Shepard. <laughs> and then you can go to uh, send questions to podcasts.com. Once we're caught up, because we want to give people time to get caught up, um, I'll mention on that episode which should be next time that we are caught up and you can all questions sent by then answered we do have some questions that have been waiting and we thank you for that but um for now everyone what we learned today um hmm it's a good question sometimes white feathers only come when you die sure yeah <laughs> Sometimes you have to listen to your heart and not to the Nazi overlords that have taken over this sound system and are trying to give you orders. People should use Mario Kart as a way to solve diplomatic disputes. Oh, there you go. That's the real lesson. Three worldviews that <laughs> when you bring it together. Don't listen to Nazis in Mario <laughs> yeah. Kart. Don't 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 let the don't let the Nazis shoehorn you into playing Mario Kart. <laughs> I knew we'd get there eventually. Man, it seems like we've taken a right turn today. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that go.